You're listening to Bible Prophecy Daily, a weekday podcast where Bible prophecy matters and matters greatly. Shalom in the Lord. My name is Dr. Michael Weiss with Zion's Hope. I'm discussing end times definitions. Now these are common terms in the Bible or the study of eschatology or the study of end times. We always want to do our due diligence to make sure that we're defining biblical terms biblically. Now this goes for any Bible study, but in particular, the study of end times. You know, when we don't define terms biblically, we become confused and false teaching arises and we we all want to avoid that. Thus far, I've discussed the day of the Lord, the last days, and the times of the Gentiles. Today I'll be talking about two terms, imminency and expectancy. So first, let's tackle imminency. This word is often used within a pre-tribulational context and by preachers and teachers who say Jesus can come at any moment. This is a very common view among many evangelical churches in America. I've heard pastors and preachers state that Jesus could return before they even finish the message. And as you have may experience as well, it's sometimes emphasized with a pause in communication to show that it could be that moment. Before I discuss this though, I want to clearly state there are wonderful pastors and teachers and ministries that believe this and believe it to be true. However, I challenge them, challenge you, to search the scriptures because it's not taught in the Bible. What does the Bible teach? First, it teaches that Jesus will return. And I'm going to read a few verses that clearly state this. Now, there are many more, of course, but this will just give you a hint at some of those key verses. Daniel 7, 13 and 14. I kept looking in the night visions, and behold... With the clouds of heaven, one like a son of man was coming, and he came up to the ancient of days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion, honor, and a kingdom, so that all the peoples, nations, and populations of all languages might serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will not be destroyed. Matthew 24, 29 and 30. But immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. 1 Thessalonians 4, 15 through 17. Paul wrote this, For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep or those who have died. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive who remain, as who survive, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Amen. Revelation 1-7. Behold, He is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn over him. So it is to be. Amen. These are but a few verses that refer to Christ's second coming. 
Now, his return is not in question. That's very clear. But the Bible also says, second, we are to be ready for his return. And again, just a few verses here. Matthew 24, 42 through 44. Therefore, be on the alert, for you do not know which day your Lord is coming. But be sure of this, that if the head of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have been on the alert and would have not allowed his house to be broken into. For this reason, you must also be ready as well, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not think he will. Mark thirteen thirty seven. What I say to you, I say to all, stay alert. You can't get much clearer than that. Romans 13, 10 through 12. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Do this knowing the time that it is already the hour for you to awaken from sleep. For now salvation is nearer to us than when we first believed. The night is almost gone and the day is near. Therefore, let's rid ourselves of the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Before I go on, I want to make an application here. We should study the end times. But we must be careful not to do it with a mere academic curiosity. Recognizing that Jesus will return means that we are accountable to him at his return. We will be held to account for what we do in this life and will receive rewards accordingly. Paul really states this clearly. You know, our salvation, that is, our deliverance is nearer now and when he wrote this, remember, this was a few thousand years ago almost. Because the day is almost here. Let us live in the light. Let us live a life that honors Christ and not mix ourselves up in the wicked and perverse activities of the evil worldview so prevalent in the culture and the world today. Don't live in the flesh, but live by God's grace through faith in the power, love, and truth by the Spirit of God. Those verses, again, are just a few that tell us to be prepared. But I want to mention a big problem with this idea that Jesus could return at any moment. If it is true now, then it had to be true right after the ascension of Jesus. If Jesus could return at any moment, that meant after his ascension, he could have returned at any moment. You say, well, they were looking up in the sky. Well, they were expecting his return, yes. But there's some problems with that. Well, what do you mean? Think of the promise that Jesus gave to Peter. After his resurrection, in John 21, 18 and 19, Jesus said this to Peter. Truly, truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to put on your belt and walk wherever you wanted. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will put your belt on you and bring you to where you do not want to go. Now, he said this indicating by what kind of death he would glorify God. And when he, Jesus, had said this, he said to him, follow me. Jesus told this to Peter about 30 or 33 AD, depending upon when you place the crucifixion. Church history tells us that Peter died around 64 AD, so some 31, 34 years later. Now, some say he may have died in stocks or change, chains, though the more traditional view is that he was crucified upside down, believing he was not worthy to be crucified right side up like his Lord. You say, well, how does this connect to the return of Jesus? Think about it. Jesus Christ could not have returned until after Peter died, which poses a problem for the doctrine of eminency. 
But there's other issues. The temple was destroyed in 70 AD by the Romans with soldiers from Syria, as Josephus tells us. That stopped the sacrifices. Then most of the Jews were kicked out of Israel in 132-135 AD. While some Jews still lived in the land, throughout history, as a nation, they were exiled for over 1,800 years. That creates problems for this imminent return of Jesus' view. You say, why is that the case? Because the Antichrist and false prophet cannot set up an image, the, the abomination of desolation, in a temple structure if the people of Israel are not in the land offering sacrifices in a temple. So there was, a, and at this point, no temple. <laughs> now, in the future, it could be a tent. And Israel did not get back into the nation in the land until 1948. So even up until now, when this is being recorded, they're not offering sacrifices. There's no temple. And Muslims control the Temple Mount. It's connected to the return in this way. Jesus won't return until after the Antichrist is revealed when he demands to be worshipped, 2 Thessalonians 2. So the return of Jesus could not happen until after Peter died and after some kind of sacrificial system was set up in Israel at a temple structure. So it can't be imminent because those things have to be in place. So while scripture does not state that Jesus could come at any moment, the Bible does tell us to live with expectancy. And that is our next word. The word of God does teach expectancy. Well, what does that mean? That as believers should live a life expecting Christ could return in our lifetime. Why do I say our lifetime? Because there are events that must take place before Jesus returns. I just mentioned one of them. 2 Thessalonians 2, 1 through 12, state that the apostasy must take place first. And the man of lawlessness or antichrist must be revealed before Christ returns and before God's wrath falls. And this antichrist won't be revealed until halfway through or halfway into Daniel's 70th week. So not only did Peter have to die, but the falling away or apostasy must take place and the antichrist has to be revealed. Well, what will happen? How will we know? He will do so when he stands in the temple and demands to be worshipped as God. Go back and read those verses in 2 Thessalonians 2. Though there are some echoes in history in 70 AD, this has not been fulfilled yet. The return of Jesus has not been fulfilled yet, that is. So what do we do now? We live a life of expectancy and preparation. We know Jesus could return in our lifetime, and we need to prepare ourselves, our families, and our churches for the persecution that's coming just prior to his return. And as I mentioned, because Paul mentioned it, we need to live a life that honors the Lord and not get mixed up in the nonsense going on in our culture, not get wrapped up in the lies and the deceit and the confusion, but be clear-headed, clear-thinking, sober-minded, and proclaim the truth in love. We are to shed light on that and stand for biblical truth in a world that bows before Satan's lies. And we also remember and affirm what John said in Revelation 22:20. 20. He who testifies to these things says, yes, I am coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. I'm Dr. Michael Weiss with Zion's Hope. Be sure to visit our website, zionshope.org. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Parlor, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which has hundreds of videos on the end times and more.
We also have books, articles, and many other resources available on our website as well. So until next time, be strong in the Lord until He returns. Thanks for listening to Bible Prophecy Daily. We hope you learned something valuable today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss an episode. 